0: the Beckler and Shauna podcast, your daily download of X92 Nights, X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna.
1: Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Wednesday, January 24th, 2024. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Uh, did you know Shauna, uh, welcome to Beckler and Shauna Piscas, did you know that we have uh, dynamic ads ahead of this podcast now? It's not every episode and it's not for everyone, I don't think. No. But... Some Sometimes you will get an ad That runs before the podcast now Interesting And I didn't know we were doing that Me neither We didn't really talk about it or anything They just started showing up one day Okay um, And my friend My friend Good friend of the show Noah Sent me this video Of him driving around And he's like This ad that's running Before your podcast Is a little much
0: have a breathable 100% organic cotton top sheet and are made without fragrance, dyes, and chlorine because your vulva's not a hot tub. Ugh. With oh, patented that's smart channels for up to eight hours of leak protection, Cora's got you. Sorry, did you just is it your vulva?
1: Your vulva's not a hot tub. And then, oh my- and then he gagged and said, gross, dude. Oh
0: my God. Yeah, that's, nope, that one doesn't quite match up for Noah,
1: really. Well, I said, here's the thing, like with dynamic ad insertion, it's not the same ad for every person. So clearly, well, this is- whatever algorithm decides who's going to hear which ad decided that Noah needed to hear the hot tub vagina Which is really ad. funny. He's kind of a hot tub vagina guy, I think.
0: Is he? Yeah. Yeah, huh. I think so. Hey, I think there's some things he's not letting you in on here. Yeah. <laughs> really enjoys the hot tub vaginas. He's like, what? No. And I was like... Yeah, man, they chose you for that ad. He's probably Googled a lot of hot tub vaginas
1: in his life, Sure, so there you go. Yeah, Or at least things that a hot tub vagina kind of guy would Google. Yeah, so.
0: absolutely. So there you go, Noah. Hot <laughs> tub vagina Noah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hadn't heard that ad myself, but it's on our podcast. That's so. hilarious. Nope. Um, okay. On, to- <laughs> on today's show, we are we got a couple of goat discussions back-to-back, two different goats of. Sean is having trouble finding a certain type of clothing that she likes, um type of snobs, little business. Let's just get into
0: it. Well, come out and show
1: us then. (laughs) Did you fight her? Did you fight her, Shauna? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
0: I have another can't look cool doing for you, Beckler. Okay. Uh, Answering somebody when they're not talking to you.
1: Oh, that's a tough one. It's a tough look.
0: (laughs) This happened to me yesterday. So I was at a store and I was trying on a pair of pants as we were just talking about and all of a sudden I hear, how do the pants fit from one of the employees, right? And I waited a bit to see if anybody responded and nobody did. So I was like, Oh, they must be talking to me. So I then answered. I was like, Good, thank you. Then all of a sudden I hear these people laughing, and this mom starts laughing and says, Well come out and show us then
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you fight her? Did you fight her, Shauna? I was- <laughs> I think, yeah. Oh, you sure. should have fought her.
0: I was just like, are you kidding me right now? So you I I'm flying out, out of the change like, room
1: in Jersey here and just start. Honestly,
0: I was like, no one else responded now? to that question. So I'm just trying to be polite here. And then she wouldn't drop it. She was just like, "Oh, that was so funny. That was so- come out,
1: and show us." Yeah, as if you didn't feel uncool enough when it happened. Then and she the had to rub that, it in. And it was this mom that was just in full-out oh, mom
0: attire yeah. I was just like, "Alright, Cheryl, chill. Go, go me, mom. Go and focus on that see-through crop top that your <laughs> that your daughter is trying on to show her boyfriend tonight." Okay. <laughs> Let me be uh, Take
1: care of your own backyard there, Mom Oh,
0: man <laughs> She's the whole time she's going to drop it. I'm like I hate you so much right now like what do you I made her day. I made this, her day. She thought that
1: was hilarious. This is the same as when someone waves and you think it's at you yeah. and you're like hey and then, this, oh, is no, this is worse. Oh no, you try to pretend like you didn't wave but yeah. you did.
0: Yeah, cuz mom just won't let it go. Yeah, mom is rubbing it in. Mom, I'm like oh That
1: man. would be like if that happened and then the person was like, "Oh, you waved back." Yep. You waved back thinking I was waving at you, you loser?
0: No, it's like if somebody passed by in their vehicle when you did that and you're like that's awkward and then wrapped back around and pulled down the window just to make sure you knew that they knew that that happened
1: <laughs> You're sitting in the change room so mad as this woman chirps you out there. My
0: head, de- I, w- I was, I wanted to wait for her to leave. It was, can you go buy those, st- buy the stupid crop top and leave? The Beckler and Shauna podcast.
1: I got a message from a friend of the show, Josh, who listens to our podcast via or from Australia. Oh, yeah, long ways away. Long distance long, podcast, long ways mm-hmm. uh, which you can also it's a long do. Piss. The Beckler and Shawna podcast. You can. If you miss parts of the show, highlights from the show during the day, we get it. You're busy here all over the place. Uh, There's also stuff on the podcast that isn't on the air. So there's some bonus content for you as well. Totally. The Beckler and Shawna podcast. But anyway, Josh said he and his wife were cracking up at this van they were following in traffic there, advertising a very literal business. Okay. It's called Hang My TV. (laughs) And their logo is this cartoon guy hanging a TV. Okay. That's what they do. Will they hook it up for you? No. They just hang it. Will they get it working? Absolutely not. <laughs> they hang it, and then you're on your own from there. All right. Hang my TV. Very- Good afternoon, Hang My TV.
0: Hi, I was just wondering if I could get my TV hung.
1: Sure, we can get you in Thursday at 2 o'clock.
0: Uh, while you're here by chance. Is there a chance?
1: Absolutely you- not. No, we hang the TV, okay. and then we leave. <laughs> right. Look at the sign above our door. What does it say? What does it say?
0: it says hang that's hang, right hang, hang my TV. it says hang my I tv just, i just it thought maybe see,
1: hang my tv and then a bunch of other shit. okay well hang your tv and then we're gone don't look at us don't talk to us my apologies hang my tv we hang tvs and nothing else the
0: beckler and shauna podcast do you know anybody with a cast iron pan beckler or perhaps you have one yourself i
1: sure do okay uh uh uh-huh. and I'm pretty into it.
0: Yeah. Uh that's what I've noticed about cast iron pans that yeah. they've got a bit of a cult following. I too have a cast iron pan and I I'm, I love it. That being said, I was talking to a friend recently and he was talking about how well his is seasoned <laughs> and he's so particular about how it's washed because it's been years in the making and he's talking about how you have to oil it just right, which I know, but mm-hmm. then he was like, "No, no, I don't let people touch this." And then he was like, "When when it's used correctly, okay? There's no better way."
1: Oh, to eat food I don't I don't. The only time I like cooking is when I get to use my cast iron pan.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. I just find it. I don't know. I, I love like I like high quality things that are built fair. to last. I like good tools. Yep. I like well made boots. Mm-hmm. I like Toyotas. Yeah, you know, that's
0: that's fair. Uh, that is, I have to admit though, there is a very intense cast iron snobbery that oh, happens. Yeah. Okay, and this yep. is a thing. It's a very common thing.
1: And how you're taking care of yours is wrong. Yes, how, yeah, for yeah, sure. You can't
0: let people touch your cast iron. It's very yeah. Okay. Cast iron pan snobs.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, you really haven't experienced the full flavor profile of the food until. You've had it cooked in a good cast iron pan.
0: Mm-hmm. It's actually pronounced cast iron. You would know this if you were a real cook. <laughs>
1: yes, well this cast iron pan belonged to my great 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 grandpappy who fought in the Civil War. It's been passed down and meticulously maintained by generations mm-hmm. of my family. Oh,
0: this is my daily driver. I only bring out my real seal. <laughs> <laughs> My real C.I. C.I., of course, short for Cast iron. on
1: special occasions. Excuse me, did you just wash your cast iron pan with mm. water? <laughs> Might as well throw it in the garbage and throw yourself in there while you're at it.
0: Well, my distant Neanderthal cousin John seasoned this pan with the woolly mammoth piss 40,000 years ago. <laughs>
1: It's perfectly seasoned now. Don't use piss in your cast iron. Don't do it. Don't do it. To actually might help. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. My poor wife, McKenna, has Raynaud's disease. Which yeah. Which is a uh, circulation condition where if your extremities get too cold, they go like stark white. hmm I have like a, a part of body. this as well, too. I have a little bit of it, too, but not nearly like she does. Like, if she touches... A cold mug for too long or something her hands will go uh, like it's hers is really bad I think it's fairly common yeah it it's, is especially around here just because we do get cold hand warmers it's
0: hand been warmers. my savior and toe warmers actually
1: she got this cool like zippo one that plugs in yeah and provides heat it's like a heat bank mm-hmm. it's awesome I think there are probably quite a few people listening right now who have it and aren't aware that it actually has a name it's yep. called Raynaud's disease you can read about it I don't believe there's any cure just, like, preventative measures. But anyway, we were skating on the weekend, this past weekend, and it was fairly chilly out. And every Canadian has experienced this, where you're skating on a cold day and your toes freeze inside your skates. Yep. And then they start to burn as they warm up again. Totally. But as her feet warmed up, her one toe, her her ring toe, I guess it would be, I don't know if toes have the same names as fingers, Yeah. Uh, turned all swollen and became super painful. And that was... Five days ago now, and she's still in quite a bit of pain. Oh, no. So I don't know what she, like if she actually damaged this toe.
0: That happened to me once.
1: Did it? I was river
0: surfing, and of course the That's river. Where it would happen. Ice yep. cold. And it was funny, I was wearing these because you have to wear booties or something on your feet because of how cold it is. And it felt like, a, I thought like a, a string had wrapped around my one toe. And Ooh, like, kind of, that's what it the circulation felt like. Off? Yeah, so I was just like, "Oh, I must have like gotten tangled in some of the strings inside my booty or whatever." That's all I thought it was. So I ignored it. And when I got out, oh yeah, my toe was completely white and like it, it was fully like there was no circulation going to it. And it took I think like two hours to get circulation back. And I was like, "I don't think that's good. I may have done some damage."
1: But you didn't have lasting damage. No, like I said, this has been five days, yeah, and she's still in quite a bit of pain. I didn't have like so, that. oh no. Yeah, it's a annoying Raynaud's. Her feet were so lovely before, too. No, they weren't. They were massive. (laughs) You always made fun of how giant her feet were. (laughs) She had the feet of a dire wolf. Yeah. She has skis on her feet. She does. Now she's got one frozen toe. Frozen toe McKenna there. (sighs) Just to add to that. (laughs) Frozen toe is actually a pretty decent band name. That is, yeah. We're frozen toe. This is going to be our last song. Thanks for
0: coming out. Next time she goes water skiing, people are going to look down and be like, oh, Mm. wow, you've got a a black toe in there as well that you ski on, hey. A, a Mister Deeds toe. Yeah. Like, you know
1: he had that black no foot feeling, wicked right? Bad frostbite in the scouts.
0: Yep. You should try and see if she's got
1: feeling in it or not. Hit her with a fireplace poker exactly, in the toe. Exactly. See what
0: happens. Shana <laughs> podcast. I was looking for jeans yesterday, Beckler, and uh, I can't find any that don't go halfway up my back. Uh, All of the jeans out there right now still are those long Subway bun jeans that you can purchase, and it's it's insane. Am am I the only woman in the world who wants a mid-rise jean? You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't need a low-rise, okay? I don't need the jeans that show my the top of a crack, but I don't want the ones that I can tuck into my bra.
1: Well, you got a tall ass crack, right? I do so have a tall ass. You'd think that I want these long yeah. ones,
0: but I don't. I truly don't. I tried the one pair, and then I pulled it down a little bit to be kind of where I want it to to rise. I want it in the mid-rise. And then I looked like I have the longest sin cave in the world. Like, <laughs> my crotch then goes down to my knees, essentially. And I'm like, who wants this, honestly?
1: Well, and you're from the low-rise jean gene generation. I
0: am, but I'm okay with a mid-rise now. Again, I don't want the low-rise, but this is ridiculous. Like, honestly, these jeans, I am capable... The one I tried on, I am not kidding you, I could tuck them into my bra.
1: That is how tall they go, okay? <laughs> You're right. At some point, we decided that half the torso belongs in the jeans, Holy too. Holy hell. And uh, I've never been crazy about that look. No, like this but-
0: The size of the flies on these things. Oh, this is all it's starting. You know what? Do you know what a bathroom sounds? Exactly that. That's what a bathroom is starting to sound like. A damn zipper factory. Okay, it sounds like you're in a campsite right now and everybody's zipping up tents in there. Like you're right there. Oh, are you done yet or no? Oh, OK. Oh, did you need in here? Hold on a second. Not not done yet. Hold on.
1: That zipper sounds like it's straining. <laughs>
0: and we're good. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
1: It's like you're zipping up a large suitcase. Honestly. All the way around.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's the full out the full tent zipper. Like the whole <laughs> door in a giant tent. You're like, oh what one second here. I
1: it's know crazy. you ran into a similar issue with tops in recent years because you said everything is a crop top.
0: Yeah. Is it still that way? Yes. Well we've shifted everything up, right? right? So the pants go super tall so you can then wear your crop top atop. And I'm like, why?
1: Shirts are slacking and pants are picking up the Holy slack. Holy
0: jeez. I don't it's ridiculous, honestly. You can't find any anymore that are just normal. And th- th- they, they are. Like the flies. What happens when something malfunctions on that fly?
1: You're, stu- you you're have, afraid. you to cut them out of there. Like, yeah, seriously. <laughs> like <you're laughs> like going paramedics have, do. You're
0: going to have to cut an asshole. Like, and not, you know, <laughs> like a literal hole so you can go up the back because you're going to be stranded in there. Huh?
1: If this keeps going, if the jeans get any higher and the shirts get any shorter, we're going to look like... <laughs> We're going to look like uh, that guy from Monsters, Inc.
0: Yes, absolutely. Just just hands. Yeah. Just arms outside your pants is the next, for sure. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. You're going to be propping your arms up underneath. It'll be pit pants is what they will, okay? You're going to have to have pit pants.
1: Like my great aunt, legs go all the way up, Griffin. That's
0: <laughs> Like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. I feel like, I don't know, it
1: looks like that. The Beckler and Shota podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. Uh, actually, Shane Holmes' president, Shane Wenzel, was in studio today. We had a good conversation with him, which you'll hear on tomorrow's podcast. We did. Um, it was funny because I knew Shane was going to be here like shortly before 9 o'clock. So when I was putting the show together, because sometimes guests will arrive early and they sit with us. And of course, yeah. You know, we're, we're still doing the show, so we'll do a break or two while they're sitting here. So I was like, okay, I can't put anything too stupid right there. Because. Cause Shane's, I mean, he's like you said, he's the president of a big company, he's uh-huh. a very successful guy. I was like, Do we Well, it really? didn't
0: really work out because uh, we did some real stupid things in front of him.
1: Well, we did the cast iron pans knobs in front of him, yeah, but uh, there's dumber stuff still to come, which I'm glad he, <laughs> he didn't have to sit here for. <laughs> I don't think Shane's. Uh, too tightly wound like that. I don't think he's judgmental at all. He was laughing. Or his company probably wouldn't be sponsoring us two goofs. So yeah. um, But that'll be on tomorrow's podcast, a good chat with Shane. Yeah. Learn more about the company at shanehomes.com. Shane Holmes. The better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was reading an article about how the public school board in Ann Arbor, Michigan, has voted in favor of a ceasefire in Gaza. Sorry, the, the Ann Arbor School Board. Yeah, the public school board in Ann Arbor, Michigan. They support a ceasefire. Okay. So that should wrap the conflict up pretty yep, quickly. Yeah, that'll, that'll if do this, it. If the, if the Ann Arbor School Board says yeah, so. That's the this official... What? Uh, what?
0: So they released an official statement saying this? As yeah, it, they had a wha- vote
1: at their meeting, and it was contentious. Like, there were parents there, and there was jeering, and... Uh, um,
0: why are we waiting in... That is a great question, Sean. I mean, don't get that's me wrong. It's a great question. It's important to discuss, I guess, what is going on in Gaza sure. in school. Sure. But it's current events. Putting an official.
1: What? I don't know. I'd be chapped if, if I were a parent in that school system. Yeah, that's weird. I would want to know what on earth that had to do with my kids' education.
0: Yeah. Um, what is the Calgary Public School Board's official question. statement
1: Let's on Gaza? Pressure them to
0: make a statement. Yeah,
1: I guess we should. I, I was weird. listening to. Like, this is one, I would say, silly. <laughs> Example, but I think it's it's actually larger than that. I was listening to a commenter commentator recently who was talking about how in the past organizations and academic institutions and and companies have come out and made strong statements in support of a cause or against a cause or in support of this protest movement or another, and then something like this conflict comes along, which isn't quite so cut and dry yeah. as some, and their members expect them to once again make a statement. So, I mean, when you have, when you have countries who are hesitant to take a firm stand on this one, yeah, because it's so controversial, I don't know why certain odd. organizations would choose a side, especially if no one's asking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't concern, I mean, again, like it shouldn't be part of the
1: school. It has absolutely nothing to do with it. Uh. Like unless the Ann Arbor school board is providing weapons to one side or the other. Yeah. Odd. How about your fantasy football league, Shauna? Where do they come down in this one? That's a good have, question. Have they made it, Do they support a ceasefire? Have you guys I, We discussed haven't released that an official your, statement
0: yet, but we are going to get together on Sunday to watch the playoff football, so I will get back to you shortly. Make sure know. you get an
1: answer on that, okay? Because that's
0: very important, and I know will sway... What happens in Gaza? So same
1: with me. I, yeah. you know, I was thinking about maybe going swimming at the YMCA this weekend. And that's but going I, to determine. I need to know before I go in if okay. the board has voted in favor of a ceasefire. I was
0: going to say, based on the stroke I, that you pick, is going to determine,
1: you know, you know it, what absolutely, happens absolutely, over there. Absolutely. Yeah. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Friend of the show, Monty said he was. Uh, he sent me a message that he was listening to another radio show where he lives, and they were talking about names for nipples. He said he immediately thought Beckler and Shauna could do a way better job of this. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate the vote of confidence, Monty. Interesting. Here's the thing, though. I don't know if I have many alternate names for nipples. Yeah. Got plenty for boobs themselves. Oh, absolutely. Lots for boobs. Lots for boobs. Lots for bums. Yeah, spits, slamps, tubes. Yeah, Jets, jammers, block, rock, and beats. But nibbles. sweater puppies, blouse clowns. Oh yeah, those I'm are, keep going. <laughs> those are great. I've
0: got. I, I know I didn't even pull my list <laughs> up yet, but I can blouse get to that if you like my blouse favorite. clowns. Is great. That's that. phenomenal. Oh, those
1: blouse clowns, but, but nipples. nipples. Yeah, I mean pepperonis is is a ton of fun.
0: Yeah, your Let's booby your pep- beanies. That's a good one.
1: I haven't heard that one before. No, your chest pennies. Oh, I like chest pennies. I was right? trying to think of something with like chest punctuation. That's it. Yeah. Like your torso punctuation? Yeah, for sure. That would maybe also include the navel.
0: Your shirt ticklers. (laughs) Your knocker noodles.
1: Okay. A couple hooter shooters. You're doing way better at this than I am. I was just trying to, I was like, yeah, there's. Chest pennies are pretty good.
0: Chest pennies. Titty tassels—they're
1: <laughs> the size of pennies.
0: They are, right? Well, it depends. Actually, sometimes you can have the old pancake nipple or you can have <laughs> the penny Dinner nipples. plates. Holy jeez! Dinner plates. The- I am—you're hungry. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the Backler and Shauna podcast. McKenna
1: and I were laughing yesterday about how uh, how funny that one emoji is. It's the one with the—I don't know if you know what its the one with the cock-eyed look, and it's got like the crumply mouth. Oh yeah, I know that one. I looked it up. It's officially called woozy face. Okay. But mm-hmm. it's often used online to let someone know that they're being a bit of a goof. Yeah. Like if someone a a real, idiot a real dumb comment, yep. you, uh, you give a yeah. mad face. It's true. The woozy face. Mm-hmm. Hilarious emoji. I'm going to start deploying it more. Yeah. It's, I'm a big fan of that one, actually. I also like the rat calling someone a rat. Yeah. Which is the rat emoji. with rat emoji. With a rat emoji. You're, you're a rat. Mm-hmm. But then we got talking about uh, what the goat of emojis is. McKenna and I I never used to be a big emoji guy no and then I kind of lost that battle because they started using it as like the default reaction to certain posts and stuff so we've
0: talked about this before girls use emojis a lot more than than guys and guys held off for
1: a long time and
0: then now guys have kind of just said okay we're using them too I guess we're in there yeah
1: um So, what is the goat of emojis? These are the hard-hitting discussions you come to this show for.
0: Did we not discuss this once before?
1: No, I don't believe we have.
0: Um, I, I mean, there's, there's some top contenders, obviously, like the smiley face emoji. Just the classic smiley. Classic smiley. Like, I don't know if you can top that. Really, for sure. That or the heart. Heart is
1: a good one too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like those are the two early emojis, right? Like those are the kind of the
1: first. I don't think heart was around. No, at the very beginning, because you gotta think so it was think.
0: just smiley. F- oh yeah, because smiley face we used to do before we actually had the actual emoji. You just do it with like the a colon, colon and, and then the part co- of a bracket. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so maybe those that. guys have
1: been around forever. Same with winky face. Yeah, winky face is an OG emoji, isn't it? Yeah. Because what's it saying too? You don't know. It's coy. It's like, hey. That's the emoji you want to get it. from people. Yeah.
0: Ooh, I have a secret. Ooh, send me the winky
1: face. Ooh, Ooh. what's your secret? And if you just kinda of drop it in where it doesn't belong and get people guessing. It's true. Keep people on their toes. Yeah. Winky yeah. face. What are you hiding from me? I'm a big uh Cry-laugh emoji guy? I do like the cry-laugh emoji, yep. yeah. That's, what, a, that's a staple for sure. Which, apparently, um, the kids aren't using that much anymore.
0: That we've talked about. Yes, I know. And then it's not cool to use that.
1: They use the skull emoji it's to say, skull I'm now. dead. We right. cry-laugh, they're just dead, Yeah, is what they say.
0: Yeah, or they'd mash the keyboards together, right? And say, oh, like a whole bunch of, and that's right. just what they do to show, I'm laughing so hard I can't even type. Those are the big ones. yeah. Any other... I mean, I like the eggplant always. That was an interesting introduction because it was just like, I don't know why that became, you know, a symbol for your your pork sword, but it did.
1: I wonder when they made the eggplant emoji if they had that in mind. I because eggplant so. does not need its own emoji.
0: No, but they have all the fruits. All the fruits have them and vegetables, some of them, right? There's a lot of fruit and vegetables, which is also weird. Why would you ever need an apple? I guess well, for apple, a teacher...
1: represents... Fruit.
0: Okay. Like corn on the cob. Why do we need a <laughs> corn on the cob emoji? It's very
1: specific. For when it's in season. I mean, if you want to get real technical, there is corn. there is a goat emoji, which yeah. would be the goat of emojis. It technically would technically. be, yeah.
0: But I think it's got to be the hat, smiley face.
1: Classic smiley face, eh?
0: Yeah. I don't think, because again, that is the very first emoji.
1: Do you ever use it though? Yeah. Do you ever use classic smiley face these days? Yeah, I days? still
0: occasionally use mm. it.
1: That one right there? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. That just still shows you're happy, you know? That's what you want. That's the basic of life. The basics of life. The basis is being happy. Mm. Yeah.
1: That's the sound it makes in my head. Yeah. And then there's the the woozy
0: face makes this... The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was chatting with a friend of mine recently, Beckler, who's a graphic designer, and we got talking about some of the most iconic logos, and she was talking about how so many of the most effective logos are the simplest, mm-hmm. and she was, of course, bringing up Nike, for example, and that swoosh, and how iconic that it was, and I was like, yeah... It- Totally makes sense, and you never really think about that, but the logos that you do remember are always the simplest ones.
1: Got that are though, the ones that they just, like, hammer home to you that, through the sheer size of the brand. This or, true. You
0: know. Yeah, as well. Uh, but then it got me thinking about what the goat of logos would be. What would the most iconic logo out there be? Would it be Nike? It
1: might be Nike. It might be tough to beat Nike. Like, that would be known all over the world. Yeah, I mean, of course, McDonald's will be known all over the world, but I don't know if I would consider their logo iconic. You know the what I mean? The golden arches?
0: It's, it's of course well known, but in terms of just the simple, I don't know. It doesn't hit the same way that even the swoosh does. There's okay. something about that that's more so, you know what I mean?
1: Well, it, whatever the answer is, it's going to belong to one of the biggest companies in the world. Yes. So whether that's Apple.
0: And it's I mean, always tough because, yeah, is it just because, as you said, it's been hammered home or, but it, that doesn't matter, right? If it's something that you remember so well, then maybe not. Um...
1: It's funny you ask this because my, uh, my kids, they like these stupid YouTube videos and a lot of them like quizzes. Mm-hmm. And like my my youngest, Brigham, was doing a logo quiz the other day. So it was like a hundred logos and you had to see how many you could answer. and It's incredible how many he could answer at six years old for products that he would not have used. Yeah. Just because they're that well known and that omnipresent that even a six-year-old is like, oh, I know that's Pinterest or, yeah. you know,
0: like... I mean Apple is another big one, right? Yeah. Very simple Rich and an extremely apple. recognizable. I really like that logo. But I, yeah, with that that wouldn't be
1: Nike it's necessarily. Also the kind of logo that people will like take the sticker of and put it on their vehicle. Yeah. Put, you know?
0: Because of how iconic the logo yeah. is. Do you have a favorite
1: logo? Cause there are some that aren't as iconic that I re- like when I was growing up, I loved the the dragon optical. Logo, you know, like to make the snowboard goggles and stuff. I thought that was the coolest logo ever. That is really cool. Uh Uh-huh.
0: I mean, even it's funny because some people will put FedEx, that logo, into the discussion as one of the most iconic logos. And it's crazy because it's just FedEx, but with those two colors, it distinctly is something
1: that everybody will always remember. Right. In that case, it's the colors almost more yeah. than the logo that are so iconic. But or, that kind of has become the logo. It's crazy. Or that campaign that Dor- Doritos ran where they didn't even have the logo. They just had the shape of the chip. Yeah. Because they're like, the shape of our chip is so well known. Which that we you know your company logo.
0: is successful when yeah. that's the case. You just need the shape that goes along
1: with it. But if you're going go to, I'd probably have to say Nike. Yeah. I guess it might be Nike. Yeah. And how many? people like wear it proudly yes that swoosh will never go away no no it'll be there forever
0: That's podcast
1: alberta health services is running these psa ads before youtube videos right now i don't know if you've gotten one or not but it's discouraging vaping in kids so i haven't gotten one it's like a, it's a cartoon it's a fairly well drawn cartoon actually but it's showing this kid getting pressured to vape and their message is this is the thing that i found funny says it's risky to hit vapes is what okay. they say <laughs> and I found it hilarious that they use the term hit vapes trying,
0: they're trying to use the cool yeah the cool the cool guy chat and they're failing they're okay. trying to
1: cut through and reach the right. kids right yeah. trying to uh-huh. talk like the kids communicate but that's like, what you say Hit and vape but with all the AHS like imagery around it it comes across as very like okay interesting I don't know very square yeah <laughs> it reminds me of some of the terrible anti-smoking material that we had in our youth oh yeah I don't know if you remember any of that. Yeah. And I don't know if I've shared this co- this conspiracy theory with you or not, but some of it was so bad, it almost seemed like it was designed to push kids towards smoking. Yep. Whereas like, this is the lamest thing ever. Like, No, kids will look
0: at me, that is so uncool that I'm going to go against this and I'm smoke gonna
1: more. Smoke.
0: <laughs> I'm going to smoke. I'm going to smoke a full pack right now, just because <laughs> that, this sucks that hard.
1: And I hope this doesn't have the same effect, but oh, it's man. risky to hit vapes. Okay. Like, it, hey, kids. Yeah. Blowing fat clouds isn't cool. Yeah, that's, it's, it, <laughs> that's, that's how the, the problem kids talk. Is right?
0: that, yes, every time. They always say, hey, if you see it, then you're going to want it more. So they they cover it up, yet then they have these ads reminding you about vaping. It doesn't don't make a vape, whole lot don't of sense vape, don't vape, don't, don't, vape, don't, vape, don't do it
1: don't do it don't do it vaping well, remember do the
0: conspiracy it. how i thought that vapes only came to be just to shift everybody from smoking to vaping yeah. to keep everyone just as addicted like
1: honestly this is just continuing on with that so don't it's it's risky to hit vapes remember that if you think if you're thinking about hitting one don't hit it
0: dad you sound so uncool right
1: now the
0: beckler and shauna podcast a calgary heritage moment
1: With the Professional Women's Hockey League's official launch recently, it's fun to look back on the history of women's hockey as a whole, especially within Canada.
0: Have you ever heard of the Alpine Cup? The Alpine Cup was the biggest trophy in women's hockey from 1917 to 1935. In order to win this trophy, ladies' hockey teams from across Canada would attend a massive tournament in Banff.
1: This competition occurred yearly at the Banff Winter Carnival, an event that hosted ski jumping, cross-country skiing, ski joring, and a huge ice palace, and of course, a women's hockey tournament in which the best women's ice hockey team would be crowned. For the first four years, there was no actual cup for the winning team, but this all changed in 1921 when the The Alpine Club of Canada donated a trophy.
0: The Alpine Cup was actually intended to be the female equivalent of the Stanley Cup. At the time, there were a handful of teams in Western Canada who would compete. Two notable teams from Calgary were the Calgary Regents and the Calgary Hollies.
1: There were also the Edmonton Monarchs and the Edmonton Rustlers, along with the Red Deer Amazons and the Fernie Swastikas. The Vancouver Amazons were also in the mix, among a few others. The Calgary Regents were the first team to win the tournament. However, the following year, they lost to the Monarchs.
0: The Battle of Alberta was strong between these two teams as well as they developed a fierce rivalry in the following years. In 1922 the Vancouver Amazons became the first BC team to take home the trophy with the Fernie Swastikas following them up in 1923.
1: Unfortunately in 1935 the Alpine Cup was retired and the tournament abandoned altogether due to the Great Depression. The final tally? Fernie and Vancouver each won one cup. Red Deer had two, Edmonton had seven, but no city was more successful in the tournament's history than Calgary with eight Alpine Cups.
0: This has been a Calgary Heritage Moment.
1: after hours a weekly podcast that brings x afternoons with mariah and ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio like they're gonna say find x after hours wherever you get your podcasts or on
0: the x app